0: Welcome to your Circle of Influence podcast with your hosts, Dr. Monica Ogando and Amy Walker. Hello, everybody. Welcome to your Circle of Influence. I'm your co host, Dr. Monica Ogando. And I'm Amy Walker. And we are so delighted that you are here. You know, every time that I get together with you, Amy, I think the backdrop of our conversation because we talk about feminine leadership a lot uh, Mm -hmm. between us and also just the, your circle of influence culture is that there's a, there's a conversation around being authentic, being true to your own path, your own journey. Sometimes we get pressured into or, or create a false expectation that you have to do it a particular way, which is what begets comparisonitis. And then you start thinking about what Mm -hmm. somebody else is doing And if you can just honor your own journey and trust that there's a divine intelligence pushing that walk forward, that you can actually make faster progress and more sustainable progress than you would if you had formulas and blueprints and somebody else's agenda.
1: Yeah. Well, it's kind of like walking through life in somebody else's shoes, right? Like they're not going to fit right. And so you're going to get your toes pinched and it's going to be uncomfortable. Um, I, when I got started in business, I was young. I started my first business when I was 22 years old Mm -hmm. and I remember I used to wear black suits. Like (laughs) that was the thing I'd wear black suits, which I don't even own. I think I did this year break down and buy a black pair of black pants, but is the first time I've owned black in probably seven, eight years. And Mm. I still don't know what inspired me other than the fact that they have cute zippers on them. I like zippers. They're like really cute gold zippers on the outside. So other than that, like I just, so not me. And it was always, I was trying to be very professional and very like scientific and process based. And Monica, you've seen that part of my personality that is very logical and analytical, but it is mixed with equal parts of like kind of quirky. Um, definitely I am not somebody who is fancy in any way, shape or form. And so what I was presenting was something that was hard for people to connect to because it really wasn't me. Mm -hmm. And it took me a long time to be comfortable just being 100% me. And it's, I feel like that has come in layers as I've gone through, you know, even just this year, this COVID year, I got this great new layer where I was like, you know what? My brain is just as brilliant, whether I'm wearing makeup or not. So (laughs) some days you'll get makeup. And some days you will not. And either way, it's still me. But it was like this new layer. Mm-hmm. So I, I love this conversation that we're going to have today around authenticity because authenticity right now is a buzzword. And my husband loves to look at all the hashtags and all the talk about their true authentic self. He's like, wow, it's funny. Their true authentic self looks really like that person's true authentic self. <laughs> and that You know, in the process of pursuing authenticity, sometimes we're, we're fronting still, right? And so I think this is going to be a great conversation to dive into. So what does authenticity really look like in your marketing? How do you really use that in your messaging and create something that is impactful? And of course, we brought you an expert to talk today because that's what we do. So Brooke Elder, is our guest today. And she was born an entrepreneur. She started her first business at the ripe age of nine. I have a nine-year-old and let me just tell you, he doesn't have the follow through. (laughs) So he has the ideas. He's constantly saying, I could make money like this. I'm like, yes, you could. And then, you know, he's back to Lego. So I think that shows some initiative there. Um, She went on Mm -hmm. to start and run several successful businesses before she founded Social Tenacity. Mm -hmm. She discovered a product that she loved and built a really successful business with a large direct sales company where she led over 10,000 consultants. And that's where her love for helping network marketers grew and where she started developing duplicatable online systems. And now she, Mm -hmm. in her company, she's helping people to be able to break the mold of their company and create an authentic and unique brand. And um, we're really excited Mm -hmm. to have you on with us today. So thank you so much, Brooke, for being here.
2: Yes. Thank you. you. This is going to be so much fun. I'm excited for this conversation.
1: Yeah. Well, and I love the name Mm -hmm. social tenacity. So Share with us a little bit about your journey and how you got started as an entrepreneur.
2: So, well, when I was nine, I actually started selling chocolate suckers at recess. So that way I could buy a little plastic tea set. Like that was my Mm -hmm. goal. And once I got it, I stopped. (laughs) So I love Mm -hmm. having goals and things to work towards. But, um, so I actually started in network marketing a long time ago in the same company that we found out that Amy Mm -hmm. and I, that's how we actually met along. Like that was another life. I know. Crazy. (laughs) So, but I, I didn't do so well because that business was not authentic to who I was. And I finally found a company that I could really relate with. So I built up this company and, um, I was training over 10,000 consultants in a training center that I had built. And I was like, you know, if I was able to make just $1 a month off of every single one of these people, like I would be doing pretty good. So I went to my company and said, Hey, I want to start helping other people in network marketing teach them these same strategies that I use to build my business. And they told me it was a conflict of interest, but I was like, well, all right, well, I guess I'm going to stop doing network marketing and I'm going to just go for it. Cause I really felt like this was the thing that I needed to do.
0: Mm-hmm. And
2: like, I've learned more about myself and becoming that authentic person, you know, like you were talking about through this journey. I think that's one of my favorite things about entrepreneurship is that you really find out who you really are. It shines the
0: light in all the crevices. (laughs) For sure. (laughs) It really does. It really does. How did you come up with the name Social Tenacity? So um, I knew
2: that I wanted to teach social media because that was how I had built my entire business. And tenacity was just a word that like that week was just coming up everywhere. And it wasn't a word that I had actually like heard a lot before, but I'm like, you have to have tenacity, especially in network marketing. You have to have tenacity to be successful.
0: So I just put it together. (laughs) Awesome. And is that part of the, I, 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 the reason I asked the question is because I think tenacity is very much a part of our authentic journey. You have to have a certain level of tenacity to be like, this is who I am. This is how I do it. This is my ministry. And let's go. Yes, right?
2: for sure, for sure.
0: Because you have to really find out who you are, and once you do, be
2: okay with putting that out there into the world and not okay. worrying about what other people are going to think and are they going to judge me and all of those things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For
1: sure. So let's shift gears a little bit, and you know, you have you have a seven figure business, happily married, four kids, homeschooling. Um, you know, there's, there's a lot that you have going on in your world. I'd love to hear, and I know we're going to jump into the authenticity and the marketing and languaging and all of that, but I'd love to hear just first, if you have any tips for people on how you manage all of those worlds together.
2: It's a lot and it's come step by step. Oh <laughs> <You know? laughs> um, so I didn't start homeschooling my kids the same time that I was starting a business. Mm-hmm. Um, but really like right now managing all of those things. I have an amazing husband, so he gets a lot of the credit cause he is a stay at home dad now, which is something he never dreamed that he would be, but he's like totally stepped into that role and has done amazing with it. Um, but it's having boundaries is probably the biggest thing because like my whole team, I, I have a pretty large team that helps me run my business. And they all know, like, they don't bug me until like 11 o'clock because Mm -hmm. I'm homeschooling and it's family time up until then. And then they know after five, I'm done. Like, so I, we do, um, lunch together after school or school, (laughs) and then we, then I go to work and I work up until about five and then I'm done. So having the boundaries is something that's super, super important. And I've just learned that. Like life is really like a symphony because if you had everything like blaring at the same levels at the same time, like it really wouldn't sound that good. And sure, so, a analogy. we need to like have the, like, sometimes like the woodwinds are playing and then you have like the strings and stuff like that. And that's what our life is. So sometimes we have our business and we're doing like our business hat on and we're doing business and it's fine. It doesn't mean that everything else isn't happening. It's just a lot quieter. And then mm-hmm. when we're mom we can play all out when we're mom and then the business, like it's, it's still there. It's just a lot quieter. So you can learn to focus and then it, it's not that it's balanced because everything was balanced. It would all be blaring at the same level, you know? So it's this like just nice
0: ebbs and flows and it makes a beautiful music. I really like that. Okay. So in terms of how you position like your clients and social tenacity, for example, how do you evoke authenticity from them in such a way that it makes business sense, right? Because a lot of times some people think, well, I have to curate myself or edit myself or I have to present this polished image out there, et cetera. And I'm not saying that authenticity is unpolished. It doesn't have to be. But how do you, how do you share with people how they can get started in that, um, in that journey by leveraging their authenticity? So the first
2: thing that we do is I am a huge fan of Strength Finder. So I actually have all of my clients take the Strength Finder test because then they get to know a little bit more about themselves. And it's very interesting because usually what they find is that their top strengths are actually the things that when they were a child were something that was looked down upon. And it's because like when you have something that is your strength, it's so loud and it's not quote unquote normal. And so that's something that kind of gets squashed. So by letting them see what their strengths are, it almost gives them the permission that they can be who they really are. And it's okay to show up if communication is your top strength and you always got in trouble as a child because you were talking all the time. It's because it actually is a strength. And so then we can help them craft a business that's around their strengths. So it helps them to show up in the world who like who they really are.
1: I love that. I was yeah. asked a couple years ago to organize a big community event. And, um, in the process of organizing it, it was a, it was a holiday event and there was a lot of decorating involved. And I said, I was like, I don't, I don't decorate. I'll organize, I'll coordinate, I'll do the PR. I don't decorate. And they're like, Oh, but it's not the hard or whatever. And I said, no, I don't do, I don't spend time and energy doing things that I'm bad at. And they were like, they thought that was somehow wrong. Like, well, but don't you want to develop and become well rounded? I was like, no, cause I'll never be good at it. I want to be great at the things that I'm great at. So trust me, you want me getting community outreach to get people to the event. You don't want me decorating. It's not going to look good but I can fill the room. So yeah. it's, I love that, that we just give ourselves permission. So that's a great
2: first tip. Do you have any other tips that you recommend? So once you figure out like what your strengths are, look at those. And that's another reason why I love the strength finder because once you know what your strengths are, you can look them up and it gives you all of these ideas, but it also will show you what um strengths are complementary to the ones that you have so then you find people who have those complementary strengths to help build you up so like one of the strengths that i do not have is woo which is winning others over which amy i bet you do And like, it is, it is probably the very, very bottom of my list, but it's amazing how many people on my team have woo, you know, so Uh you can have this like amazing business when you say, okay, these are my strengths. Just like you said, like you are not a decorator. You can find someone else who is. And if that was your whole business, now you can be this amazing team because everyone's now playing to their strengths. Mm -hmm.
1: Love it. -hmm. Good stuff. Now, when you take this on to marketing and copywriting and finding the the messaging that's going to resonate, how do you carry that through?
2: So Mm -hmm. first it's like, once you understand, okay, this is my strength. This is something that I'm going to use to really help serve the world. Then you start looking at, okay, what are your products that you have? What is the Mm -hmm. problem that you solve with those products and how do you uniquely solve that? No one else can mm-hmm. solve that way. And mm-hmm. so once you figure that out, then you can say, okay, this is the kind of person that has the same problem that I solve. So now how can I start talking to that person? And my all-time favorite way to figure out copywriting and languaging and things like that is actually to go to Amazon. So if you go to Amazon and you type in whatever product it is you're selling, whatever service, even if it's, if you're just doing coaching, you can find books that are about your topic of coaching Mm -hmm. and then go through the reviews. Mm -hmm. The reviews are actually an amazing search engine. So you start looking through, I always look at the five-star reviews and I look at the one-star reviews because the five stars are going to give you really good languaging for you to use about how you can help people. Mm-hmm. But then if you look at the one star reviews, that's going to give you things that whatever that product was, it didn't work for them. So then you can start looking and saying, okay, how does my product actually solve that problem? So it's giving you the pain points for you to now go and talk about, so then you can put it all together and say, do you have this pain point? Well, if you come to me, you can have this awesome solution and everything has come from Amazon reviews. So you get, are getting their exact language.
1: That's actually really brilliant. I've never thought to do that before. I like it.
0: That's great. It's kind of like thinking with the end in mm-hmm. mind a little bit. Right. right. Yeah,
1: definitely. That's awesome. awesome. Well, these are some great tips. We are going to go ahead and take a break. And when we come back, we're going to have your listener challenge. You have worked hard and you've earned your place at the table of
0: influence. Wouldn't it be great to have a board of advisors that celebrate your wins, support your growth, and challenge your blind spots? That's why we host our influencer circles for six and seven figure business women. If you are a high achieving entrepreneur woman who wants a deep dive in business strategy, collaboration, and strategic relationships, go to your forward slash influencers and reserve a spot in one of our upcoming circles.
1: Welcome back to your Circle of Influence podcast. We are talking today about authenticity and how to use that as the fueling ground for growing your business, your marketing, your messaging. And um, our listener challenge is we want you to go take your strength finder. Find out what those key strengths are and what the complementary strengths are and figure out how you're going to use that in order to be able to sell your product in a way that nobody else can. And Brooke has volunteered a link that she's got where you can go and sign up and take that strength finder. And so it's socialtenacity.com slash strength finder. If you have not taken it before, if you have taken it before, I want you to pull it out and do a little honest assessment of, are you really utilizing those strengths? Or are Are you spending a lot of time in your weaknesses? I don't know about you guys, but for me, when I was early on as an entrepreneur, my idea of how I was going to be successful was to take my weaknesses and make them strong. And I look at that now and I'm like, that's crazy talk right there. Best way to create success is to just play in your strengths as much as possible. Yeah. So, all right. Lightning round. Lightning Um, round. Let's do it we love the lightning round. Okay. So Brooke, what is the best business advice that you have ever received?
2: Probably to, um, just know that 10% of the people that is like in your audience is going to absolutely love you no matter what you do. And 10% of the people are going to hate you no matter what you do. That helped me a lot when you start getting those like emails that people just really don't like you. I'm like, it's okay. You're part of the 10%. I can move on.
1: Tithing the trolls. Little 10%er. We don't have to worry about that. Love it.
0: She's tithing the trolls. I love it. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Question number two What inner dragons have you had to slay on your path to success?
2: Oh, that's a hard one. Well, I mean, not hard, but like there's lots to choose from. (laughs) Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I think the hardest thing was getting over perfection because I wanted everything to be perfect, you know, being like a coach, I wanted my coaching programs to be perfect. And if someone wasn't getting results, like it was everything I could do to help them and learning that done is better than perfect. And also learning that it's okay to have, let other people have their own journey. And it's not up to me to make sure that they're having the journey that I want them to have.
1: Uh Yeah. That's has been one of my inner dragons too. Like I want to force everybody to win in the way that I see that they could. (laughs) It's like, Oh no, the world doesn't work that way. Yeah. (laughs) You will be successful. I will make sure of it, but it doesn't work that way. You know, everybody gets to pick their own wins. Yeah. I had
2: to just come to a point where now my intention is that everyone just gets exactly what they need. And that's what happens. And it's amazing. And sometimes it's like, that's what you needed. Okay. I'm glad that that's what you got out of it. (laughs) I'm
1: so glad you got that experience. It was not what we intended, but okay. Exactly. <laughs> I love it. Okay. So next question is who is your current business girl crush? A woman that is just killing it in business.
2: Mm, it would be, her name's Angela Bell. She is an amazing neuro coach mm-hmm. and she helps entrepreneurs like double and triple their income like that all through the neurology in your brain. It's pretty cool. Awesome good stuff
1: we should have her on Monica yeah note sounds like some good stuff right there
0: I know I was like okay spell that name for me I'm gonna put it in the show notes okay question number four what is the number one door that you want to open for you right now um I would say
2: that I am I'm just looking to impact more women in network marketing and to show them that they can do more and they can be more than what they're doing Mm -hmm. and so um, my goal for 2021 is to help hundred thousand network marketers build their business. Mm-hmm. So it's a huge goal, but I think I can do it. So that would be it. Absolutely. You
0: absolutely can. Awesome.
1: All right, Brooke, what is the best way for our
2: listeners to get in touch with you? So the best way would probably be through, um, Facebook. I do have a Facebook group called authentic influencer marketing. And we talk about all different ways that you can use marketing in your business. I'm all about how to show up authentically. And that includes, you know, serving other people and how to get your message out there. So there's that. And then the authentic influencer podcast as well, which we talk about the same things.
1: Awesome. Well, we so appreciate you being on today. Thank you for your time and sharing your story and expertise. Now comes the fun part where Monica and I say what our takeaways were because half the reason we do this podcast is because we love talking to cool people and getting good tips. So Monica, what is your takeaway for today?
0: I loved what you said about um, about the 10 percenters. <laughs> for me, that was awesome. I was like, okay, take 10 up the top and take 10 off the bottom. And there you go. You're good to go. And that's the Pareto principle, right? 80-20.
1: Love it. So I am going to go take the strength finders because it's so yeah. funny. I love assessments. I really do. I've taken so many different types of assessments, but I've never actually taken strength finder. So I'm going to go take it and find, and then I'll let you know if I actually have wow. Cause now I'm curious, legit curious. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much, everyone, for listening in today. And we hope that you will go out and be more authentic in your leadership style and uh, running your business with your strengths in mind and with your talents in mind and not feel that pressure to show up like somebody else that you respect and admire they're operating in their strengths and you will be most successful as you operate in yours so thank you for joining us today we love hearing from you please leave us a comment come on over and join us in our private facebook group your circle of influence and um be amazing i don't
0: know is that pretty much it like go be amazing that's a good one amy walker
1: (laughs) All right. Thanks so much, everyone. Thanks, everybody.